Shelly. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Our BFF. It's such a different event this year. It is a big celebration. You know what I love most about it this year? Of course, I love it every year, and I love that everybody gathers around downtown Seattle. And it doesn't matter if you have a voice or not. (laughs) When I say that, I mean a good voice, because if you're anything like me, you sing at the top of your lungs, and you are so out of key. And that's what I love about figgy pudding. You just sing along to have fun. But what I love about figgy pudding and the celebration this year is that we have an opportunity for everyone to log on starting this weekend that you can check out all the folks who have participated this year. And uh, for those who have never seen or engaged with Figgy Pudding, you've got to watch out for the Beaconettes. Am I right? Yes. (laughs) Watch for the Beaconettes. I don't want a lot for Christmas from the job. I just think this is such an awesome opportunity for you, first of all, for who it benefits. Second, for you to get a glimpse of what figgy pudding is like and for you to join us again next year, because I'm assuming we're all going to be back downtown where you can join us and participate in person. Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Joining me today is Zoe Freeman, Programming and Member Service Manager and Head Figlet for the Figgy Pudding Caroling Contest. Mason Lowe, who is the Deputy Director of Pike Place Market Senior Center and Food Bank. And a surprise guest appearance from Shelly Jingle Bell Hart. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to hear what you have to say about Figgy Pudding this year, which is so crazy. Laurie, way back in March, when when the virus changed our lives, I knew that we were going to have to do something different this year. I couldn't imagine that even if we had some sort of a fix for this thing that I doubted very much that we were going to be able to gather 10,000 people on the streets of downtown <laughs> like we normally do. So I started thinking about, and I, you know, talking to people about doing something called virtual figgy pudding. And it, it evolved and evolved from uh, a homespun type event that we would put together ourselves. They, we have some smart people working at the senior center and food bank. And I thought, well, we could do it. And then it kept evolving. And now we're working with Gosh, the best people in Seattle to make it happen. <laughs> the workshop, David Duckstater and the workshop team, uh, Dave Mandipat for PR. So we're really excited. We launched this Friday. We've had professional film crews. We've had professional sound people working. And we're, we're going to launch an, a terrific event this coming Friday. It'll be online for two weeks, although I doubt very much that we'll take it down after the two weeks. And we will have a, the online um, version will feature 13 of our caroling teams. We had 34 on the street last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, 13 were able, they felt able to pivot with us. And in the middle of the stretch between the 4th of December to the 18th of December, we will have one terrific TV special on King 5 at 730 uh, in the place of, and resembling very much 
Evening Magazine. It will be hosted by King Five Evenings, uh, Jim Dever and Kim Holcomb, and by your very well-known and popular showy Jingle Bell Heart. Yes. Yes. So that's, and we love, you know, we love warm. We love warm with all our hearts. A warm 106.9 has been the Figgy sponsor for several decades mm. of this event. And it's such a perfect match for us. Mason, you were going to say something. All of the online content can be found at www.figgypudding.org. And the TV special is on Friday, December 11th at 7.30 p.m. on King 5. Also, I noticed your Facebook page. You seem to be posting, uh, it looks like, groups. Are they are they just yes. pictures of the groups? Are they actually singing? No. Well, okay, so let me tell you how the mechanism. Yes. We, of course, we had to, we wanted to, and we had to observe all of the protocols possible for filming. The team at the workshop attended three trainings on how to film during the pandemic. We invited the, of the 13 teams, I think seven were able to come to the Pipe Place Market to be filmed. They were filmed um, lip syncing to their own recordings. Oh, Those who had made recordings, we of course used theirs. We assisted some people to make recordings. They were distanced. They wore clear plastic masks so that we could see their lips move. Mm -hmm. We filmed in the evening that we had our own decor up. But because the senior center in the, in the food bank, that's, that market is our home, normally the event takes place further down in the retail district. We wanted to honor our home, which is the Pike Place Market. So, yes, so the photos I'm using were taken during filming both Shelly and Seth were there being filmed because uh, we have Seth is also a host. He's hosting the co-hosting the online version of Figgy. So yes, what you see are the, the fun photos of the teams very, very safely um, being filmed. I love that because it, it makes us feel like we're part of it when you see day by day these different things that are happening. Because part of Figgy is, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, is the anticipation. Yes. Here at the Senior Center and Food Bank, we start anticipating it in about August. <laughs> um, and we start rounding up the teams and setting up our production schedule. And then September, October, we start gathering the teams together and seeing who, who can make it out for the year. And, and that was a lot, lot more difficult this year. Not, not quite as many folks could come with us. But uh, for those that have, we're, we're so thankful to have them. And we've got some great new teams. We've got some great returning champion teams. Mm -hmm. And so instead of it all kind of coming to one big peak on Figgy Friday, like it does most years, we're going to have a couple weeks of Figgy pudding, which I think is just more of a good thing. Yeah, I think with this pandemic, it's it's like we started our music early on Warm right after mm -hmm. Halloween because people needed that joy and people put up Christmas lights early. So it just seems to all go in stride with that, that it would be a little longer and we could enjoy it more and share it more. That's mm -hmm. such a good idea. People are missing their family connections. And we hear that people living in the Puget Sound region, this is a highlight of their holiday celebration, highlight of their year. The One of the things that I love most, and I'm not going to be able to 
see this this year on Figgy Friday, and Mason can attest to this too, the faces yeah. of the people in the crowd, the joyous looks, the, you know, their expressions and they're laughing and smiling. So we hope that this virtual event will create the same feeling in people's homes yeah. that they had when they were in the crowd. It's probably not quite as joyous, but we hope that we are bringing joy to people's homes. It seems to me it's joy and fun because it is very fun. And I think the fact that you've gone virtual, at least people feel like, number one, they can see it. And number two, people that have never been able to make it down now will have that opportunity. Yes, it's a, it can be an international event, org, and our text to give, Figgy, F-I-G-G-Y, to 91999. These can be sent universally. These can be sent to people's cousins in Mexico or Japan or friends on the East Coast. So we're excited about that aspect of it. But talking about Figgy being fun, we have a saying that we use every year that actually it was Mason that coined this and it's so perfect. Figgy's fun, Figgy helps. Mm. And we like to emphasize the help part. And that's something that Mason speaks about so well. Let's talk about that, Mason. The money that we raise that our supporters raised for us at Figgy Pudding helps keep the senior center and the food bank operating all year long. The food bank, we serve 6,000 people, help them put food on the table and keep their pantries stocked. Uh, at the senior center, we have about 1,500 older adults who are members. Nearly half of them are homeless. We do our best to serve that community. We have free meals seven days a week. We have fun activities, which are sort of on hold right now, but uh, we do still have some, some virtual events we're able to do with our senior center members. Unlike really any other senior center around, we have a robust social services staff. We have a number of really ex experienced social workers who can help an older adult who's experiencing homelessness and move them on the long, difficult path out of homelessness and into a safe and I love that because it is really a journey. And I know, especially for older people with technology and all of that, if they have to go apply online, that that's just like so out of their wheelhouse. And it is so important to have somebody that's willing to walk that with them and help them. And like I always tell the older people in my life, find a teenager if you need to go online. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> that is so wonderful that you offer that service. Now, how has I know the pandemic has just devastated all of us in so many ways. But how have you been able to keep in touch with those people when they can't necessarily come in? Let's see. Back in March is when we we really stopped having the senior center be a place where, where people could gather and be together. And so we, we still kept our meals program going and people could stop in twice a day and, and grab a to-go breakfast and lunch and even a third meal so that they could have all of their, their nutrition covered. Zoe started sending out letters almost immediately. So we, we replaced our monthly newsletter with a weekly letter directly from Zoe, who was herself sheltering in place and working from home so she could talk to all the people that were going through the same thing and just help them stay connected to the senior center and just give people some tips on how to adapt to the new to the new reality. So as you're moving forward and we're kind of locked down again, 
Uh, what is that looking like for you as a, not only the senior center, but as uh, the food bank? The senior center, we're serving just a little bit less because we we asked so many people, those that have housing, to to stay home. It's just safer for them to be there and not take the bus, not take the train to see us. For the food bank, services are really unchanged from how they were before. Uh, the people that were, we were seeing previously were already fairly vulnerable. And so the condition of a pandemic wasn't a major change in their lives, which is sort of sad to say. We did start seeing some people in the spring who told us that it was this was their first visit to a food bank. It's always nice that we have such a caring and professional staff who can help someone through a, a tough visit like that. I think we do a really good job of making people feel welcome. We're doing more home delivery, isn't that right? Yes, it is. Yes, uh, we are delivering to, to maybe 15, 20% more than we did in the past. We we serve people throughout the downtown core who are unable through disability to, to come and, and visit us in the market. So do you have volunteers that do that or staff? We have had to really shrink our volunteer core just out of um, the need for safety. Mm-hmm. So we, we have added some staff and... They've just been wonderfully adaptive and so strong and smart on how to do more with less people. The food bank itself used to run, we would have almost 10,000 volunteer hours a year. Wow. And we're not going to come close to that this year. <laughs> not even come a little bit close to that this year. And that's because our small, tough food bank crew are keeping it together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so interesting to me because now is the time when people are wanting to volunteer because they're kind of stuck at home and they can't. And so donating is really seems to me like the best way that we can help. And I always say anything helps. A lot of times people will be like, oh, well, all I have is two bucks. Well, two bucks is two bucks. And mm-hmm. and I feel like if you've got 500 people giving two bucks, that's a lot of money. So there's really not too small of an amount to give. And that number to text is Figgy, F-I-G-G-Y, to 91999 if you want to donate. And that's open now, right? They can do that now through the whole contest. Yes. And there's actually four ways that people can give this year. It's a text to give, Figgy, at 91999. Right now, they can go to the figgypudding.org website and just make a a general donation. They can, starting Friday when we go live online, they can still be able to go to the beautiful online graphic that we have that has been so cleverly created by a few people. Uh, and it has uh, like holiday tags on it. Uh, and the holiday tags have caroling team names. They also have a warm 106.9 tag and they're a Jim Dever Kim Holcomb tag and a tag for the organization where you can you can see and watch our executive director talk to you. So you can click on one of those tags and make a donation to that team. The teams are competing for how much money they raise. Mm-hmm. Normally they compete for being the best choral group or the most creative group. We couldn't do that this year because of the circumstances. It wasn't fair. So now they're competing for how much money they raise. So you can click on a tag, open it, be entertained, and make a donation. The fourth way people can donate will be during the TV special. The TV special will feature five caroling teams. 
with Jim Dever, Kim Holcomb, and Shelly Jingle Bell Hart hosting. There'll be messaging and a way to donate during the TV show. On the TV program, we're going to mostly be using the, the text to give. I, you know, I, I think we've done a pretty good job. I, uh, it's just tremendous fun putting this together. I want to say that watching this become what it is going to be and what it is has been a pretty magical experience and watching the people come together. And I'd like to say this about the, uh, and I would like this to be, you know, included that caroling teams, they have been, yes, I invited 34 from last year, totally understandable and totally comprehensible that, that 13, only 13 were able to make, to pivot. There are a lot of reasons not to participate in virtual figgy pudding. And so we, we started talking to the people, we started talking and then I would get messaging. Well, yeah, we'll try it. We'll try it. Yeah. We'd like to try this, but watching them um, evolve and, and grow. Uh, these are, these are people who, um, yes, a lot, a few of them sing all year long. So you could, you could say they're professional or semi-professional, but to, to make the leap to a virtual event, not knowing what it was going to take for what, what it was going to, uh, require of them. I, I feel that they're really brave and I yeah. want to get that out there that they've been really brave They've been cooperative. They have tried new things. They have communicated beautifully. All of them have been communicated beautifully with us. So I want to. I want just want to give a big shout out to the to the teams. You know, it's one thing to sing; it's another thing to be videotaped. That's so right. I have just a nice little guest in here to say hello to you. Uh, hello, hello, <laughs> Shelley. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Our BFF. <laughs> yeah, I just grabbed her because uh, I saw her. It was kind of fun to just pull her in for a minute to uh, talk with you guys because it's such a different event this year. It is a big celebration. You know what I love most about it this year? Of course, I love it every year, and I love that everybody gathers around downtown Seattle. And it doesn't matter if you have a voice or not. <laughs> when I say that, I mean a good voice because if you're anything like me, you sing at the top of your lungs and you are so out of key. And that's what I love about Figgy Pudding. You just sing along to have fun. But what I love about Figgy Pudding and the celebration this year is that we have an opportunity for everyone to log on starting this weekend that you can check out all the folks who have participated this year. And uh, for those who have never seen or engaged with Figgy Pudding, you've got to watch out for the Beaconettes. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> watch for the Beaconettes. But I just think this is such an awesome opportunity for you First of all, for who it benefits. Second, for you to get a glimpse of what figgy pudding is like and for you to join us again next year, because I'm assuming we're all going to be back downtown where you can join us and participate in person. So I'm very excited for the opportunity to be a part of figgy pudding, the celebration this year online starting this weekend you'll get a, again a real wonderful glimpse of uh, the folks who participate and all their wonderful voices and how hard they work and the amount of monies that they raised and where they come from and who they represent 
And then on TV, there's going to be a special. Well, and Shelly, I never get to go because I always work in the afternoon. So I am so looking forward to being able to see the Facebook and see all the groups and the TV. So that's really awesome. Well, thanks so much for taking a minute for us. They've been talking about you. They love you so much. Oh, I bet they have. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Shelly. Thank you you. for all that you folks do for the Pike Place Senior Center and Market and whatnot. You guys are just wonderful. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you, Shelly. Thanks, Shelly. <laughs> and and Shelly did bring up another point that maybe we haven't covered as much as people who have not been able to attend Figgy Pudding or maybe who have not, didn't know very much about it. This year, this is their chance to attend and become figgy fans as i like to call people <laughs> figgy, and fans. figgy fans is okay we do a lot of a play on the word figgy uh and and then be uh be with us next year when we're next year we think it's going to be live and virtual so that people oh. can still participate online if they live in new jersey or so yeah. yeah that is fantastic see i love that is the one thing about the pandemic this year is that we're looking at how we have been doing things and uh, you know, signature and traditional uh, events that we you know all look forward to every year, and now improving the experience. So I'm really happy to hear that. Yeah, and I feel like it's an easier way to make, not easier, but you can make more money by doing both. So I feel like it's added an element that would really help the market and the figgy pudding. And Zoe here is the head figlet. Did you know that? Oh, I know about that head figlet, Zoe. (laughs) (laughs) She's the best. Well, this year, head figlet Zoe is working with just an immense group of Really talented people. Mason is fantastic. Mason is a wordsmith. He uh, has created some great stuff. Uh, we have John at the food be- at the senior center who is does a lot of our graphics, and then the team at at the workshop. And I mean, and we, I mean, I, this has been a huge, big team effort. Absolutely, big team effort. It's a big team effort, and you have such wonderful people around you for such a wonderful event with just a, a wonderful cause. And what a great way to raise money. Right. To use our voices and have fun and enjoy the holiday, you know, and to do it together virtually. And really, when do we get to Carol? Right. I mean, people don't go and carol anymore, and so it's such a great, great thing to be able to do. Do you guys sing all the time around there? You're all probably working from home, but do you guys, like, carol all the time? No. No? (laughs) We're too busy. That's like folks folks always asking us, you know, at Seattle's Christmas station down the hall, and it's, uh, do you ever get tired of Christmas music? Well, I have the same answer. No, I don't. (laughs) Not at all. No, and I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Shelly, for joining us, for Mason and all the work that you're doing. And Zoe, thank you so much. Organizing an event is such a big deal. And then to have to go virtual, well, that's quite a pivot. So thank you so much for all the work you're doing. And that televised special on King 5. Let's not forget about that one. That's right. And what time is that? That's... 7.30 7.30 on December 11th, That's Friday, right. December 11th. Look forward to that. Thank you again for allowing us to be a part of it. What an honor. And you Thank can you. thank you for inviting us. Oh, you're welcome. I'm so glad to be able to talk about this big event. And I am so excited because now I get to feel like I participate a little bit. So I'm going to start participating right now as I walk into the Christmas studio. <laughs> Happy holidays! <laughs> Happy holidays! <laughs>
I'm Lori Hardy, and thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community. Okay, everybody, here we go. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Now bring us a figgy pudding. Now figgy bring pudding. No, figgy pudding. It's made with figs. Oh, sorry. And bacon. Merry Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas.